you enjoy the podcast. I'm no expert in this area, but something that I would like to share that helps me about anxiety. Anxiety currently is the prevailing problem in the church, in our families, in a lot of places. Our friends, we know somebody that is really anxious all the time, and we know someone who could use um, some help in prayer, in Bible study. The first thing we all do is to pray for that person. We pray for them regularly. But also we need to examine ourselves, examine our life, what's happening and why is anxiety such a bigger problem right now. So asking questions always helps me. Whenever I'm anxious, I ask myself, like, when am I anxious? When am I stressed? When am I worried? I like to sit down and write and just pray about these things. And then I find probably sometimes it's a financial issue that makes me stressed and anxious. And sometimes it is about family. It is about my own internal problem that I haven't dealt. So one of the best things you can do when you're anxious about something is to ask questions. You say, when exactly? You have to identify and point when exactly are you stressed? When exactly are you anxious? This helps locate where the problem is, where where the problem arises. So this is very important. And the second thing you need to ask yourself is, how do I usually respond in that kind of scenario? And I found out about myself, whenever I'm worried and stressed, I sometimes get frustrated and some sort of internal anger arises within me. So that's how I respond. Whenever I'm extremely worried about something, anxious about something, I don't like to hear anything. I'd like to... Just be quiet and be agitated and worried and stressed. So that's how I respond whenever I'm anxious. Another question that I usually ask is, how is this affecting me right now? So I find myself excessively thinking and stressing, and then it it affects my emotional well-being, it it affects my health, and it, it affects my interest in other things, and it will automatically affect my relationships and all these things just come into picture. So anxiety really causes a broader spectrum of problem. It is not just about your own personal problems. I ask questions to locate the problem, where the problem is, when the problem is, why the problem is. You see, you need to find the reasons behind your anxiety. You can't just let go. Whenever you try to let go, it will again come back, and it will probably come back a little stronger than before, because now you think you will be used to it, and you think when you overlook the problem, it will just disappear. It is not true. When you overlook the problem, it does not just go away. You need to deal with the problems. You need to resolve them. Whenever I find myself angry about something or frustrated about something, I like to sit down and examine where did it come from, why did it come from, and what is causing this. So I like to address the problem. So the first thing you need to do is ask a lot of questions to yourself. You need to probe in your heart, in your mind, and what is causing it. Is it something that you're watching? Is it something that you've been listening to? Is it your friends? So what is the problem? You need to You need to locate the problem. Once you locate the problems and you find how it is affecting you, then you need to learn to negotiate with yourself how you can discount the unnecessary feelings. And I'm not saying that anger and all these things are completely unnecessary. These are emotions God has put in our heart and we respond to situations and circumstances with those emotions. And that's a good thing. But then when they start affecting your lifestyle, they start affecting your relationship, you need to take control of those emotions. And a lot of people do not take control of the emotions. They just 
let it out. And they just let other people be part of it. They affect negatively, not positively. Right now is an opportunity for you to focus on what is positive, what is the solution to it, and not give into or cave into the issues at hand. Now, something that I investigated on myself is how it affected me. It affected my relationship. It affected my personal well-being. And all this effect where sometime more than I thought it was. So you need to sit down and reflect. And I did that. I sat down and reflected and made a decision. I'm not going to be doing this again. That was me, old person. Now, I don't want to be the same guy I was yesterday. I want to be wiser today than I was yesterday. This is what Abraham Lincoln said. I don't think much of a man who is not wiser today than he was yesterday. So with emotions and with your lifestyle that is affecting the church, your relationship, you need to be wiser today. So how can you handle that in a positive way? And once you realize all of this, that where the problem is coming from, where it can be solved and how it can be resolved, you need to start considering at least these three things. Okay, these three things I think are very important. It was important to me. Number one is you have to begin by trusting God. And how can you trust God with the particular situation? Like you can trust God if you're late to a school and you're worried and you're anxious. You can trust God by saying, well, I'm going to be late, but I know God will take care of this. If you're financially stressing about something, you need to trust God saying he is the giver. He is the provider. And then when you are stressing about your health and other things, you say, Lord is my healer and he will heal me. And you have to trust God. So your faith should be tethered to God. It should be tethered to heaven for small things or bigger things. Whatever it is, you need to begin by trusting God. In every scenario, you can always trust. The first response is trust in God. It is not easy always to let go of the situation and have faith because you don't have any evidence that trusting God is going to fix everything. But you know this, and I know this, that currently whatever happens to our problems, currently whatever happens to our solution, whatever happens, whatever the result and consequences, in the larger picture, God is always right and his word is always true. So we know this in the larger spectrum as well. The second thing you can do is enjoy God. You need to have this attitude of gratitude and thankfulness. You need to learn to rejoice God. You need to be joyful. You need to always listen to the Holy Spirit. And you need to listen to the Word of God and put them in your heart. And then you enjoy. You see, enjoying God is not just necessary. I think it is is indispensable. And why should I enjoy God? You may ask that. Well, first thing is, it is, I think, it is an antidote to all anxiety, to all stress. That I know that God is my treasure and he is my pleasure. He is my supreme need. When you understand and you start enjoying God's presence, you start enjoying what God has to say and God has to do in your life, you start becoming a new person because you are more delightful now. You're more delighted in the circumstances. Whatever the situation is, you are more excited about it because one, you know, you, you can trust God. Second, you know that you enjoy God. So when you're enjoying God, whatever problems comes on your way, you're like, meh. I don't care about. Another thing you can do is enjoy people. You see, this is where a lot of us need work. And this is where I need work. Remember one thing that human are naturally folly and children of fall, the wrath, right? Sinful and uh, naturally bent towards evil. So that's, that's how it is. We are born of wrath, but then Jesus redeems us and makes us children of God. 
But a lot of people are not children of God, so we must show grace and love to them. Patient, be patient with people. Everyone has reasons, and always there's something, always something that's going on in their life. So you just need to negotiate your feelings and allow benefits of the doubt. It is godly to be loving and patient. And why should you enjoy people? Well, Jesus, he taught us. He said, you should pray for our enemies. So how much more a stranger? How much more for your neighbor? Jesus taught to be kind. Jesus taught to be compassionate. This is a Christian behavior. This will give us grace because you do need more grace. Okay, I need more grace. Don't get offended. Have compassion. These three things you can do when you come across anxiety. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope this was helpful to you.